Mind Matter Media presents Designing Nature's Half, the Landscape Conservation Podcast, where discussions center around the most current and innovative approaches to landscape conservation and design. This is the show for stakeholders who want to adapt to the climate crisis, halt biodiversity loss, and change the world by designing sustainable and resilient landscapes through collaborative conservation action. Hey everyone, welcome to Designing Nature's Half, the Landscape Conservation Podcast. I'm your co-host, Rob Campoloni. And I'm your other co-host, Tom Bewald. So Rob, hey, we uh, started a podcast here, it looks like, and uh, yeah. we're trying to fill a niche uh, out there. Um, we don't see a lot of landscape conservation podcasts out there. We're passionate about the work and we want to bring in some great guests and have some good dialogue about what landscape conservation is. And do you want to add anything to that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I agree with everything you're saying here and uh, just excited to kick this off with episode one with you. And uh, we won't have any guest in episode one, but we will in episode two. And we have a great suite of uh, guests lined up for the season, uh, which will run from uh, January through June. So uh, just looking forward to working with you, Tom. Uh, likewise, Rob, looking forward to having some good conversations with you and our guests. So what will people be hearing over the, the course of these podcasts? What are we, what are we gonna be talking about? Yeah, you know, I, I think our goals are multifaceted. Um, First on the list is to hope to inspire uh, budding uh, landscape partnerships that are already in place and uh, hopefully inspire them to think about designing sustainable and resilient landscapes. Uh, I think uh, we also want to, of course, raise awareness about the broad topic of landscape conservation and and more specifically, landscape conservation design as a, a means to an end. Um, I think we, we want to inspire dialogue amongst those stakeholders that are listening in. And whether they're undertaking a design process or not, uh, it's just really important that we begin to think and, and communicate as a, a community of practice. Uh, so we we hope to inspire that. And last but not least, you know, really to facilitate learning um, about other innovative approaches uh, that are taking place, not only here in the United States, but around the globe, um, as to how others are uh, undertaking their landscape conservation efforts. Right. There are so many different great forums out there to hear about landscape conservation. For example, just a couple of weeks ago, I sat in on a Pacific Northwest landscape conservation forum, and it was a great way that people uh, shared their knowledge, shared their experiences, shared their technology and their tools to support landscape conservation. And we think that uh, those forums are great. And uh, I think that there's a the podcast format brings a slightly different way to get information across. You know, hopefully it's there's a dialogue that develops uh, in kind of more intimately between us and the the guest and we can bring out 
their experiences and their thoughts and their lessons learned in a way that's different than some of the other forums out there. So yeah, we're kind of hoping that the the podcast medium is a is a positive one to to bring people in and and tell and tell the world about what they're doing and and hopefully that builds a community of practice and makes people aware of things that they weren't aware of before and way to exchange ideas and something to listen to while you're doing the dishes hopefully. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think um, that's right and uh, incredibly important that we have uh, this platform as a community of practice where, you know, people, uh, people listening in right now, if they're in the field, if they're in the expertise, the realm of expertise that falls within the, the realm of landscape conservation and design, they can reach out to us and say, hey, you know, I think I have something to contribute. And they hopefully um, folks will do that. And we'll, we'll have a conversation about what your expertise is and, and invite you to participate in the podcast. But so this really isn't our podcast, Tom. It's, it's the community's uh, podcast. And we're just kind of facilitating that conversation. That's right. Uh, I see this podcast as a way to reach out and keep the dialogue going with people that I respect a lot and hopefully get the information out to, to a, a whole bunch of different people that are learning about landscape conservation. And, uh, you know, kind of maybe we should tell people a little bit about who we are and, and why we're doing this. Um, I, I don't know if there's any other reason that we're doing it besides, uh, you know, this is something that we're passionate about and we find uh, interest in and we've had experience in. So uh, over the past 20 Plus years, I've been involved in uh, landscape skill conservation as a geographer. So my background is in geography. Um, I got a master's degree in it. Then I went into working in uh, working with this, a kind of a tech startup that looked at, you know, one of the first uses of satellite imagery for commercial uses. And that got me looking at broad spatial scales. Then I worked in the, the NGO world for several years, working at larger spatial scales to get people to identify biodiversity hotspots and get people to uh, to do something differently in those biodiversity hotspots. And then where we met, Rob, was uh, through the Landscape Conservation Cooperatives with the Fish and Wildlife Service. So I spent some time there. Um, it's been great working with you uh, when we were both uh, with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. I was located in, in headquarters and you were out in the region and uh, we found each other some former fashion and um, uh, started working together to advocate for this uh, design approach to achieve landscape conservation. And uh, that was uh, many years ago, but uh, we've been able to maintain our relationship uh, over the years. And I'm retired now, and uh, you and I are writing a book on landscape conservation and design and uh, entitled uh, Designing Nature's Half, uh, a practical guide to conserve 50% by 2050. And, and we're doing this podcast together and uh, I'm still in the game, uh, though uh, <laughs> not officially working uh, with a agency or organization, but still putting a lot of hours into it. And, right. uh, right. the, it's a labor of love, and I'm glad to be doing it, and I'm glad to be working with you. 
Yeah, Rob, your perspective is invaluable. Um, kind of looking at things from the outside and your experience um, brings a lot to the to the conversation. So, uh, yeah, just great to be working with you on this. And maybe we could talk a little bit about you know why we're doing it now. Why why do we feel the need for a landscape conservation podcast now? What are the the things, the drivers that are bearing down upon society? That's really for us as people who who think at that landscape scale make us feel that landscapes are the the way to be or the prism to be looking as as a solution to some of these problems. Right, you know, it, it doesn't really matter if you call it the Anthropocene or the Great Unraveling or the Triple Planetary Crisis of pollution, climate change, and biodiversity loss. Um, it's clear, at least, you know, at the 30,000 foot level that uh, the global community is just facing one hell of a wicked problem. We really need to get moving on resolving some of these global threats. And uh, you and I and many others in the, the conservation community uh, have realized over the past 10, 20 years or so, 30 years, I don't know what the exact starting point is, Tom, but uh, we feel as if uh, we need to take a shift from doing conservation at the site-specific level, and that includes planning, and planning is my area of expertise, uh, but uh, moving away from the site-specific planning and, and implementation efforts to working at the larger landscape uh, level. Uh, we call it design. Um, others, other experts in the field have called it planning, but uh, whether, regardless of whether you call it planning or design, I do think there's a difference, but uh, regardless what you call it, you know, working at these larger uh, geographic scales seems to be uh, the right way to do it, given the um, intensity of the threats and the diversity of the threats that, that are occurring to natural resources uh, on the ground, uh, they're coming at us um, kind of at these broader scales. And so it, it just kind of makes sense to, to do our planning uh, and design and delivery uh, at those scales. And um, you know, we were already facing these five global thresholds or, or tipping points. Uh, it's anticipated that we're going to exceed them by 2030 and possibly three more later in the decade. Uh, so it's time for a shift. And, and the conservation community has been in the midst of this shift. Uh, for quite some time now. Um, and we're just uh, creating this podcast so that we could have a broader conversation uh, about that shift. Right. Uh, at the global scale, you know, everybody notices this, is aware of this, these issues, uh, climate crisis, biodiversity crisis, and people are coming up with, you know, broad solutions. For example, E.O. Wilson came up with this idea of protecting 50% of the Earth's surface. Uh, the latest glo global biodiversity framework is pointing to 30% uh, 
uh, protection of the Earth's surface by 2030. And uh, these are big, big initiatives that are pointing towards big solutions, which is which is great. And th that is the kind of thinking that we need to have. Um, at the same time, like you said, we're not going to get there through looking at a, a site or a, a small protected area here or there. It really is going to have to take this concept of looking larger, looking at landscapes. And landscapes seem to be the unit where people interact with their environments, where you can start thinking holistically about solutions, not just for conservation, but for livelihoods. And you can start thinking about how you're going to implement uh, that, those kind of visions at, at a broader scale. And it's also important to uh, par go parallel with that large spatial scale of what a landscape is. And we can discuss what a landscape is uh, to, to no end. And you, you may never get anybody to agree on, on what a landscape is. A landscape is defined by the people that, that live in it in many ways and, and by the ecological processes that are there to, to maintain biodiversity and, and ecosystem services. But um, yeah, you also have to think about the temporal timescale too. There's landscape timeframes that we need to start thinking about. 20, 30 years, thinking, thinking generationally about this and how do you develop a governance structure within a landscape that has that ability to, to think and act and, and be a cohesive unit over that, that time frame to, to implement at landscape scales. It's, a, it's definitely a challenge and will take a transformative way of thinking and doing and funding and just there's a whole lot that has to go into that transformation. And uh, that's kind of what we want to get at here. What if we could rescue the planet from the ravages of the climate crisis and in the process, save a million species from extinction? Would we do it? Former U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service Senior Policy Advisor for the National Wildlife Refuge System, Robert Campoloni, explores the United States' most pressing conservation challenge since Rachel Carson's Silent Spring, the triple planetary crisis, pollution, climate boiling, and biodiversity loss. In Designing Nature's Half, a practical guide to conserve 50% by 2050, Campoloni reveals previous nationwide initiatives to design sustainable and resilient landscapes, provides an easy-to-follow how-to guide for taking a collaborative, science-based approach to identify conservation actions across large landscapes, and advocates for taking a third nationwide try to design nature's half. Learn how to take a synergistic approach to mitigating the climate crisis and conserving biodiversity in Designing Nature's Half, a practical guide to conserve 50% by 2050 and be part of the global movement to save the planet. For more information, visit www.designingnatureshalf.com. In many landscapes, um, partnerships have already formed. Um, some of those partnerships are multi-jurisdictional. Um, some others are even multi-sector, uh, which is wonderful. And, um, you know, that's kind of the first step in the design process that you and I uh, speak of is these uh, collaborations, these partnerships at the landscape scale, a diversity of entities coming together 
and beginning to work through a design process. And uh, it's huge that, you know, we're already kind of uh, doing that in many places across the country. Um, and some have even begun to take the next step, which is, you know, assessing the current and future condition of the landscape and developing prototypes uh, of what that landscape might look like in the future. Uh, and identifying priority areas for where to direct uh, conservation action on the ground. The whole thing is really exciting. And all we want to do with this podcast is empower those par partnerships to, to take it to the next step, you know, and um, keep moving forward because that's ultimately how we're going to address the Anthropocene and the great unraveling and the triple planetary crisis is through a design process that ultimately lands on who's going to do what, where, when, and how in the landscape uh, through um, a collaborative effort. And uh, so um, it's great news. We're, we're starting. Uh, let's keep it moving. Right. You talk about that design process a lot. And that's kind of uh, the kind of the as you listen to this podcast, you're going to find that that is kind of the prism that we use to talk about landscape conservation. This concept of bringing people together, uh, convening people, assessing landscape conditions, developing strategies, uh, goals, objectives, developing priority places and things you do in those places. Uh, but the key thing um, in the design process. And I think you, you know, what we found in, in this paper that we wrote a few years back is that these are the common elements that you find in any landscape conservation planning process. And you can boil it down to the kind of some key elements of convening people, assessing uh, spatial design, and then developing a strategic plan to, that meets the goals that the collaborative, the collective, uh, the landscape collaborative have uh, identified. And I think to us both, that's that strategic plan is is kind of the key thing, um, and the key output of the design process is yeah, what can we do? Uh, what's the theory of change for our landscape that can move us from our current condition to a more resilient and uh, and hopefully protected uh, situation? So. You know, it's one thing to develop to develop that strategic plan, and then the other component of that is developing a, a funding plan to to look at the landscape as well. So um, we hope to bring in guests that can talk about how they've developed strategic plans and maybe some innovative in, innovative thinking on on conservation finance to to actually implement that plan into uh, perpetuity. Like I said, these are you know this is a long term. Uh, a long-term undertaking to go into landscape conservation. So how do you maintain that? And how do you maintain uh, financial flows into that, into that goal of the, of the landscape? Yeah. You know, you, you mentioned uh, EO Wilson earlier in our discussion, Tom, and um, he and Robert MacArthur in 1967 uh, wrote a book called The Theory of Island Biogeography. And uh, in my mind, that kind of was the starting point of this 
50-year transformation that we find ourselves in, 50 years, um, the conservation community has been thinking differently about conservation and, and, and um, you know, at times struggling with how to implement this theory of change that you, you mentioned earlier. Um, and then, you know, Jared Diamond in 1975 wrote this seminal paper about how do you design uh, reserves uh, at large landscape scales and what do those design features look like um, in size and shape and configuration and relationship to each other across the larger landscape, really cutting edge kind of stuff. And that was 1975. Uh, but, um, you know, and there's been um, a multitude of scientists and planners um, uh, and organizations and agencies have been trying to sort this design concept out um, for decades. And here we are at just another milestone in this long transformation that we have been in. And uh, you and I are just, again, you know, providing this platform as a way for the community to continue to brainstorm and discuss and, and hopefully uh, move the needle um, in a positive direction uh, towards a sustainable and resilient landscape. That's the that's the goal, right? That's the yeah. when we get there. When and if we ever get there, you know, where we could say, okay, we did it, we achieved it. Um, but we also recognized that this started, according to Campoloni, uh, back in 1967. And uh, to think about being a part of this larger movement, in my mind, is very empowering, Tom. Uh, we're not alone here. Um, we're just at the next chapter. Right. And we're going to bring in guests that represent that next chapter who will talk about their ideas, their experience, their initiatives that they're leading and their, their thinking. We don't have all the answers at all. Uh, we just are, have inquisitive minds and we want to bring in some guests that will help us understand this, uh, um, the, the, the complexities and the challenges and successes with doing landscape conservation. And uh, yeah, no, maybe maybe that's where we leave off, Rob, is uh, is there just giving people a, a teaser about what they're gonna hear about in the coming weeks. I think that's a great idea, Tom. We've, uh, we've probably have said everything we could say right now, but there's a lot more to come and, uh, you know, listeners will have an opportunity to hear it from uh, experts in, in their field. Uh, we'll be bringing them in to talk about it. It won't uh, just be you and I. So uh, thanks, Tom, for uh, this first episode. It's been an invigorating conversation. I always enjoyed talking about this stuff with you. I uh, have for a long time and, and look forward to to continuing to do that out into the future. Yeah, likewise, my friends. And with that, let's sign off. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So thanks, everyone, for listening to episode one of Designing Nature's Half, the Landscape Conservation Podcast. 
I've been your co-host, Rob Campoloni. And I've been your other co-host, Tommy Wald, and we look forward to being with you uh, bi-weekly for uh, the coming months. Thank you. Designing Nature's Half, the Landscape Conservation Podcast, is researched, written, edited, and produced by Rob Campoloni and Tom Mewald. Lucas Gallardi created the Designing Nature's Half cover art and logo design. Tom Askin is the voice behind the intro and outro. And the music was written and performed by composer Alexi Kistlin via Pixabay. Designing Nature's Half, the Landscape Conservation Podcast, is a proud member of Mind Matter Media, a startup multimedia network whose mission is to change the world by designing sustainable and resilient landscapes for people, planet, and prosperity.